It's Micro Monday, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald. I'm the community manager at Micro.blog. And today I am super excited to welcome Belle Cooper, who is at Bell on Micro.blog. Hey, Belle, how's it going? It's good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you could make it. I'm really excited to talk to you. You know, I've certainly been following you for a while um, through micro.blog and some of the other things that you do. And uh, you are certainly doing quite a few things. But before <laughs> we <laughs> we dig into the details of that, why don't you tell um, the listeners, which is the micro.blog community, basically, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I am from Melbourne in Australia. Mm-hmm. And my my day job these days is that I run a software company with my partner. There are just two of us and we co-founded a company mm-hmm. and we generally make SaaS products, software as a service, so a kind of subscription-based mm-hmm. service generally for, for consumers. And my partner does Android and web development for that kind of thing and I do the iOS development. So we've been doing mm-hmm. that for a while. We have a couple of different apps that I'll sometimes talk about on, on micro.blog. And mm-hmm. then... In, in my spare time, I do a lot of development as well. I kind of um, tend to get obsessed with things for a little while and I sort of <laughs> am all about that thing and then I move on to something else. And so I've got side projects scattered around everywhere at the moment. So you might see different different side projects popping up in, in my micro blog or on, on yeah. Twitter or wherever you follow me. And then after a little while, it'll be a new thing. It'll be all about that for a little while. But that's just, <laughs> <laughs> I just tend to get a bit obsessed. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I've noticed one of your side projects as as other people in the micro.blog community, which is um, Pico, a new um, client for micro.blog for Android. Yeah, that's my, my current obsession. So I think I've, I've probably posted about it at least once every day for, for a week or two. <laughs> it's, it's not very old, so hopefully no. the momentum will keep us going for a while. No, Yeah, but you've... You know, all right. So, you know, full disclosure, of course, I am an iOS user and I don't have an Android phone to to test these things out on. But just from what I've been reading um, among, you know, messages amongst you and some of the Android users on uh, micro.blog, plus seeing your screenshots, like it seems like you have made quite a bit of progress in a short amount of time. Yeah, I, I guess that's sort of the benefit of this this obsession I, I have where when I'm really into something, I want to do it all the time. And I was at a conference last weekend for, for three days across the weekend. And so, mm-hmm. of course, at conferences, do you get these lots of these little breaks sort of in between talks or waiting around for things? And it was a really long train trip to get there in the morning and get home again. And so I had mm-hmm. all these little breaks and it was really good timing because I had just started Pico and it was only – a couple of days old. So I was sort of spending all these little breaks touching things up. And because it was so early, you get lots of little wins, little easy wins at the beginning where uh-huh. you can really quickly make it a lot better because you haven't done very much yet. And and when I first <laughs> shared it, it was horrible. It was so basic. It, it didn't really do much at all. It looked really ugly, but it just did the one thing I wanted, which was to be able to create a new post on my Android phone for my micro blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, my micro dot blog hosted blog and it mm-hmm. did that and that was it and so it was really easy to make it a lot better really quickly because I started with such a low bar <laughs> wow well I mean it's it um, is pretty impressive and and so you've put the project on on github I noticed too and um, are you are you uh, um, getting 
feedback from the community as well? Yeah, so I've I've definitely had more feedback on micro.blog. We've had a few conversations about what I should work on next or how the progress is going, mm-hmm. which has been really cool. We have had I think I've had two sort of small pull requests to fix sort of little things in the in the readme so far, which is really helpful because that stuff's annoying. So I love that people are jumping <laughs> to contribute. And my uh-huh. my partner, because he already does Android, knows it a lot better than me. This is my first Android app ever. I'm usually an iOS developer. So yeah. it's all new to me and I'm I'm going a lot slower because it's all new to me. And so he's jumped in recently and, and contributed some and, and helped to sort of smooth out some of the rough edges and, and make it a lot nicer to use, which has been really nice. So it, it is open source and I really hope that over time more people will contribute, even if that's just sharing bug reports or, you know, opening an issue on GitHub because there's a feature that they want and they want to suggest it. Um, but But even people can contribute to the code and I think that would be really cool because – one of the best things, I think everyone agrees, one of the best things about micro.blog is the community. I think most of us mm-hmm. come for the idea of micro.blog and stay for the community. And uh-huh. because of that, I think it's really cool to have projects built on micro.blog that are also driven by the community. And so I'm really hoping that over time more people will contribute ideas and suggestions and even some code to the project so that it, it can be not just about me but but more about the community that uses it. That, yeah, that that's a really good point. Um, and so, what's your um, what's your longer range, meaning longer than one week, plan <laughs> for uh, for Pico? Uh, is that going to be on the Google Play uh, Store, or how does that work? Uh, forgive my Android ignorance. <laughs> no, no, that's that's about it. So, yeah, definitely, uh, eventually, I would like to put it on the Play Store because I don't have a developer account. Right now, I just haven't bothered with that kind of admin setup stuff. I just wanted to get it out there in a form that people could try it, especially because it's so early mm-hmm. as well. It's not nearly as polished as the other Android app for micro.blog dialogue, which is much more stable and is on the, the Play Store and a lot easier to get, um, which is great. It's good that people have options. So I'm kind of going mm-hmm. for a very hack it together, throw it out there quick approach for now. But but long term, I definitely love to put it on the Play Store and make it easier for people to get so that lots of our community can enjoy it, whether they want to contribute or not. They can just have another option for an Android client for the service. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And it's definitely, I know for Manton and, and for me both, you know, we just love seeing other people build stuff for micro.blog and, and, uh, you know, the whole, um, attitude at Twitter toward third party developers, it turned, you know, something that turned us both off and really, you know, made Manton decide to leave Twitter altogether, um, quite a while ago. And, uh, that it's just nice to see, a different approach and, and seeing it work and, and um, seeing people com- contribute as well. Yeah, um, I think it's it's really important for a service that's so focused on the community to to give that, that community ways to engage further and ways to contribute to the way the service develops and, and building on top of the service through an API is a really great way. So I'm really grateful that the API was already there, ready to go so that I could jump in and start building that was that was really mm-hmm. exciting because it's fun to sort of throw something together and and see what it does and have it working so quickly. Yeah. So well, so tell me a little bit more about the apps that you are doing in your your 
your regular job. <laughs> um, so I know a little bit about Exist um, because uh, you have written about it before on micro.blog, and I um, I think it's a really interesting project, although it's it, it ha- it's I try to think, is this something I would do? But not yet, but I like the idea. <laughs> yeah, so so Exist is our main product. We have two products that are publicly available right now. One's called Exist and one is called Larder. And Exist is, is the main one. It's the one we've been running for the longest, I think a little over five years now. And it's mm. really a sort of quantified self, self-tracking type service. So what we do is... When you sign up, you can connect a whole bunch of different accounts that you have. So you can connect all different social media, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can connect Mm -hmm. uh, weather data. You can connect the music that you listen to and your fitness tracker or, you know, Apple Health if that's what you use, your Apple Watch or your Fitbit, all these different things. Mm -hmm. And we pull all of that stuff together for you and then we analyze it and we look for trends and correlations between that data so that we can tell you what kind of patterns you have in your behavior that you might not have noticed otherwise and how different things relate to each other. So we also have built-in mood tracking and built-in custom tagging. So you can add tags for things that you don't have a way to track. And so we can Mm -hmm. tell you things like what makes a happier day for you or a worse day for you or what makes your weight go up or down and what makes you listen to different music or how listening to a particular artist affects how much work you get done. So we're, mm. we're all about the correlations is the main part of Exist and, and finding those hidden correlations that you might not have figured out on your own. And then mm-hmm. I work on the iOS app for that. So it, it handles sort of showing you your data so you can have a look at how are things going today, what's my data looking like, but also syncing lots and lots of different types of data from Apple Health for our iOS mm-hmm. users. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, it sounds quite uh, complex <laughs> to, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it's definitely evolved a lot over time. The funny thing is, uh, and I, I think um, other developers definitely uh, will, will understand that I, this is the first ever app that I, that I worked on. So it was about maybe five years ago or so that I started learning programming and I'd never done it before and the first thing I did was started Mm -hmm. to learn how to make iOS apps and then the first app that I put on the store was a really tiny version of Exist and it's just grown and grown and so five years later I'm still working on the first ever project I started and it's become (laughs) a lot more complex over time and I've gotten better as a developer as well and so sometimes I have to touch code that I wrote five years ago which is horrible it's the worst to look at that (laughs) and and realize how bad it is but you don't know at the time so it's really interesting to work on a project like that and and then compare it to something like Pico where I've only been going for a couple of weeks and it's all very new and it's all written in a much more modern language and there's so much different about it there it's a real juxtaposition going between projects like that yeah That's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I think one of the things I've certainly learned about jumping into a new thing is that you just have to jump into it literally, and not, (laughs) um, not worry too much about five years in the future, you Mm. who will go, Oh, this code, (laughs) or oh, those podcasts, they sound terrible. But just (laughs) You know, otherwise you will never start. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely think that's true. And I think I'd probably be better off if I I wasn't so upset at looking at my past work and just appreciated Mm -hmm. how far I've come because it's really good sometimes to reflect on on those changes because you don't always feel it when when you're working Mm -hmm. day to day. You don't always take notice of how much better you are at things and how much 
your understanding has increased and how much more you know about things. But then when you sort of look at how you were doing things five years ago, you can often see a big jump and kind of reflect on that and appreciate how far you've come. And that can be really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th I think that, that, you know, we could all stand to uh, be a little kinder uh, to ourselves, both past and present. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, just, you know, like, as you say, appreciate what um, progress we've made instead of critiquing <laughs> what we didn't know before we actually knew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, now, um, in terms of blogging, like, how does micro.blog fit into your blogging life because you had a blog before micro.blog existed i assume <laughs> yeah yeah I'd, I'd been blogging for a while and i think even i think before micro.blog existed i'd tried a little bit of micro blogging on my blog so kind of interspersing longer posts with really short posts mm -hmm. and just photos every now and then and i really liked the idea of sort of owning all that content in, in a space that i controlled rather than Twitter or whatever was the, the biggest thing at the time. But um, mm -hmm. I always found there was a bit of friction doing microblogging on my own site. I use a static site generator called Pelican to, mm -hmm. to create my mm -hmm. site, and I love that that means I can just write markdown files on my computer mm -hmm. and I have a copy of all of them anytime so I can mm -hmm. always recreate my blog if something goes wrong with it and I can just mm -hmm. run a little bit of code to create the site and, and upload it if I change things or, or want to publish a new post. I really like the way that works, but it doesn't work great for something like microblogging where I often want to do that on the go from my phone. I don't have my computer out. I can't sort of recreate the site and, and publish it. And so I felt a lot of friction there. And so actually when I started using micro.blog, one of the things that drew me to it the most was this idea of being able to own my content and not miss out on kind of that social layer that you get from not owning your content on another social network like using Twitter and microdoc mm -hmm. seem to kind of be aiming for bringing those two good things together and I really liked mm -hmm. that idea and I think I, I've sort of come and gone a little bit from microdoc blogs I've been around for a long time even before the kickstarter um mm -hmm. so so I've kind of drifted in and out um and I think the last time that I sort of drifted away it was because of this friction I felt where I felt like I really want to own my content I love that micro.blog lets me do that but there was so much friction in changing the way that I blog so that it fit with the way micro.blog expected the formatting of my posts and things like that um and just getting things uploaded. If I wrote something quickly on my phone on the train, it wouldn't go onto my blog until I got to my computer again. And that sort of thing really mm. bothered me. And I sort of felt like, ah, oh, this is a bit too hard. And so this time I've, I came back to micro.blog a few weeks ago. And this time I've sort of approached it differently. And I've, I already had a hosted microblog on micro.blog. And this time I'm just really mm -hmm. jumping into that and keeping all my small posts there and keeping my own blog separate for longer posts. And mm -hmm. all that friction has pretty much disappeared. And mm -hmm. I, I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm getting a lot more out of it this time. So the way I use it has definitely changed over time. And I think that's quite interesting. I'm sure that that will change again in future as well. And it's cool that there's there's the flexibility to use it in different ways depending on what you want to get out of it and what your priorities are. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, it's nice to know that you can change you know, uh, you can go to uh, an external site. You can come back to micro.blog <laughs> if you want to. I certainly, uh, for a while, I 
decided that I was going to um, work and uh, to get my stuff up on my WordPress blog and use WordPress to post to micro.blog and and be one of the people, you know, who has an external blog instead of a hosted blog or have, you know, because I felt like that was sort of the next step. And I'd watched a lot of people take that step. And I wanted to be aware of what was involved with that step. But as soon as I started doing it, I was like, okay, now I really miss regular old micro dot blog, (laughs) because it's way easier. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it, it, and, I, you know, I tried to also accept, like, what the limitations are, you know, to – so it's not like having a WordPress blog. Um, you don't have all the tools and features and such that you would have on your page. You don't have all the flexibility that you have, you know, with a full featured hosted blog service. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a lot of the pain in the neck <laughs> stuff either. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's where I am now. I, I, I decided, you know, I, I, I enjoy using micro.blog. Um, and, and ironically, at the same time, Manton had switched all his posts to be on micro.blog. And I was like, wait, I just moved to WordPress <laughs> and now you moved to micro.blog. <laughs> so, so I felt no pressure whatsoever to stay out there on an external blog. If, uh, you know, Manton was doing it, then I could <laughs> do it too. Mm. And plus, you know, once Manton's doing it, then that means he's going to be, you know, more aware of things that he could do to make the micro dot blog hosted blog even better. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really cool that there's that flexibility there because it means that you don't have to be any particular type of person to use micro dot blog. If you really want control and you prioritize having control and ownership over your content and, and you care about that the most, then you can do that and you can still make micro dot blog work for you. But if you Mm -hmm. just want something easy and something social, that's not, not like Twitter and and not like anything else that's out there, but you enjoy the community and you just want an easy way to join in, you can also do that. It's really great to have both options so that you don't have to feel like micro.blog is a particular thing for a particular type of person. You have to fit that way of using it. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. Well, um, we should probably wrap this up, um, but I, I do want to ask you about your dog <laughs> because <laughs> – I love your dog pictures and your dog. <laughs> What's your dog's name again? His name is Jez, is short for Jeremy. Jez. I never call him uh, Jez. Uh, he, he, so uh, Belle's dog is a, a Samoyed, which if you don't know what they are, just Google it because <laughs> I could explain it, but you wouldn't understand the beauty, uh, <laughs> the amazing, awesome beauty that is the Samoyed. But um, I do love them. I have a friend who has always had two, you know, mm-hmm. and she's gone – I mean, we've been friends for like 20 plus years. So there's been a few uh, Samoyeds I've gotten to know. But I just love their, I mean, they, they're beautiful, but also they just, they, they just seem so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, all the ones I've met so far, including Jez, have, have really great personalities. And they're so friendly. They're sort of, you would never want to get one for a guard dog because they love, love, love people and they love other dogs <laughs> and they just want to be friends yeah. with everyone. And we uh-huh. just brought him home from the kennels because I was in this conference for three days, so he had to stay in the kennels. Mm-hmm. And my partner picked him up while I was finishing off the conference and told me he did not want to leave. He didn't want to go home. He loved being there. He just wanted to go and play with everyone. 
everyone and, and get pats from everyone and wasn't excited <laughs> to go home where there are just the two of us at all. So they're, they're uh, very yeah. friendly, which is really, really nice. I love that. Yeah, no, that's sweet. But as you say, you wouldn't want them as a guard dog. <laughs> and you wouldn't want to leave them anywhere because anybody could take them. They really are beautiful. They're such good looking dogs. He's, yeah. he's adorable. And a lot of upkeep, like you said before, they, they take a lot yeah. of grooming, especially when they're shedding. I've seen he hasn't been through a full shed yet because he's only about eight months, so he hasn't got his full uh-huh. adult coat yet. Um, but I'm not looking forward to it. I've seen some photos where you see the dog yeah. and you see the pile of hair and they're about the same size. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> looking forward to that at all. That's what I remember. Uh, that's what I know from my friend's house is just, you know, just random little piles of white and fluffy <laughs> dog hair in random corners. But, you know, it's like a house is not a home if it doesn't have some kind of dog hair <laughs> or, in my case now, guinea pig fur because mm-hmm. the guinea pigs, they actually shed like crazy. I, I, Yeah, I was not really – I don't remember that about my last guinea pig, but my current two guinea pigs, every time I pick them up, I just get a whole handful of fur How? all over my clothing and – uh yeah. So so luckily I had all these lint, you know, fur uh rollers from when I had a dog. Mm. Uh so I used those on my clothes, but yeah. But pets are great and I love that you put your pictures up there and I look forward to seeing more uh more pictures of Jez as he gets uh gets full grown. Mm, mm, you'll definitely see more. He's so photogenic. It makes me jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, is there anything you would like to add before we wrap up? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I think this has been a really good chat. Uh, I think oh, the the only thing I would say is that I I think a lot of people are still a lot of new people to Microdot Blog are still maybe having some trouble sort of figuring out what is this thing and what happens here and and how do I get the most out of it? And I I think the the best answer to that is that it's early. It's still so early. I mean. Microdotblog has been going a long time now, but, mm-hmm. it, you know, even even from before the Kickstarter, it's been a really long time, Manton's been working on it, but even so, it's still so early. And I think the community that we have now is really great and is working to do all kinds of really interesting things to to affect the direction of Microdotblog and to affect how it feels yes. and, and what kind of community we have in future. And that's really cool. But I, I think it's not surprising that that new people maybe come along and sort of aren't really sure how to get the most out of micro.blog or, or, you know, what it is. What is this weird thing? Because yeah. we're still kind of figuring it out ourselves, I think, as a community. We're still trying to understand what happens here and, and what are the best parts of it and how can we highlight those and that sort of thing. And how can we welcome new people and, and help them to enjoy it? And I think there's mm-hmm. there's a lot more that we can do and there'll be lots of things we haven't even thought of. And that's going to keep changing over time. So I think... Yeah, I think for for new people who are having trouble figuring out whether it's for them or not, I think I would just say it's it's so early that it's for you if you're willing to hang around and see it evolve and if you think that that's really interesting and if you like the community we have because that's the best part about it right now. But if mm-hmm. you're looking for something that's sort of fully formed and really well defined, it's it's probably not for you because we're <laughs> we're still growing and learning and changing and and that's what a lot of us enjoy about it I think is being part of that process. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's that's true for me. Well, thank you so much, Belle. I really appreciate that you took the time to come on to Micro Monday. Of course. Thank you for having me.
And, and thanks to everybody who's listening. Um, and we'll see you next week.